0: Hey, I'm Dustin. And
1: I'm Steve. Welcome back, listeners, to the finest phototainment in the world. That's right, you're listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast and a reverent look at wedding photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Dustin, did you update your phone and your watch yet to the new iOS and the new watchOS?
0: No, I'm a, I'm always a late adapter, adopter, a ad, dupter, adopt adop, adoptee. I think Did it's adoptee. You at
1: least up update your Safari to the most recent thing. There's a Safari update today. Uh, you're getting hacked if you didn't. I,
0: I don't use uh, Safari, so I'll be keeping all those so hackers it, at bay. Do you use Chrome? I use Platinum. It's this Chinese version. Oh, so you've
1: already been hacked several times over. Good, 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 good. Okay. Chinese government knows everything you're doing.
0: Awesome.
1: All right, Dustin, let's transition straight into follow-up since you have done nothing to update your phone, your watch, your Safari, your Chromes. Like I'm talking to a caveman here. We have this thing called fire now.
0: Talking to a man in the peak of wedding season. We have this thing called fire. Wedding season.
1: Follow-up, trademark John Syracuse. Dustin, you told me an interesting story last week as soon as we ended recording the podcast that is follow-up to an earlier story. Dustin, you once told us that- where all the
0: best stories live, Steve. You were fed up with your
1: editing company, the owner of your editing company, whose name I had to edit out and whose editing company's name I had to edit out several hundred times in that episode. Uh, That's because he's a good,
0: good friend of <laughs> a yours. Good, good friend.
1: You said that you are now fed up with this person once again because he's a worthless piece of crap and so is his company. But doesn't do you, do you want to say why you're fed up now?
0: So the company I used to edit my photos is one of those pricing structures where you can submit unlimited events up to 800 photos per event. And I shot an Indian wedding a couple weeks ago and I submitted each day of the event As separate events.
1: You submitted each day as a separate event, not each day of the event. Because I think what you were shooting, as anybody who shot an Indian wedding before would know, is there are several events that take place that are not all a part of the wedding ceremony, wedding event.
0: Correct. So that's what I did. They sent me a rather crass email, kind of saying this is my second strike for doing this.
1: Your second strike?
0: (laughs) What a sh what a shitty editing company. Yeah. I'm like one of those millions of people that when you, you know, update anything or do anything, you never read the terms and conditions. I had never read their Mm -hmm. terms and conditions. And they were quick to send me a link stating that any multi-day wedding would be classified as a singular event. So I kind of came back at them with, well, then you shouldn't deem you're editing things as events, you should deem them as couples. Because if I shoot like a, you know, engagement session for multiple couples all in the same day, I can submit each of them individually. But if it was like, you know, an engagement session marathon, technically it was one event, but since it's multiple different couples, I can submit them all separately. And, um, they just kept pointing, well, sorry, that's the way we, you know, that's the way we do things. I was like, Kind of racist. Racist? Why is it racist? Because it only affects cultural weddings, being that most Western Christian weddings are singular day.
1: Now, on top of this, Dustin, you also told me you frequently submit the rehearsal and the wedding as two separate events for a typical Western ceremony. Yes, and that's fine. That's fine with them to do that? In the past. But wouldn't that all be one event? That's what I would say. Which is what led Dustin down the path of thinking that this was a racist thing as opposed to just being a thing that they actually enforce across everything. Because if you're allowed to submit a rehearsal Mm -hmm. for a wedding and then the wedding event itself as two separate events, why would you for a multicultural wedding that spans several days not be able to submit every single day as a separate event. <sighs> it's, it's super frustrating to hear you talk about this company. It's a terrible terrible company. Dustin, I got telling you. Yeah, you got to switch over. Course. You got to you got to use that uh that company what's it
0: called? Um uh broke broke uh popsicle. Uh, broke, no. Bis, bis uh, no. Bro- I think it's like tonality bespoken yes tonality bespoken that's the one yeah uh, yeah dot com yeah, I, I heard
1: that's... those are good people who treat people well
0: with respect that's what i've heard if only i just can't seem to find them online
1: maybe you should look up some variants of tonality bespoken uh maybe like tonal bespoke to might work or tonal bespoke tone might work but I, i'm just spitballing those are just two examples i'd probably go with Oop. the second one bespoke tone that's one i'd go with if i were you but yeah
0: Keep them coming, Steve. Keep them coming. I'm going to stop at Bespoke
1: (laughs) Town. That sounds like a good one to stop at. Dustin. Steven. Next up in follow up. So, without further ado, let's cross over into the Drone Zone. Did you learn how to do those sick tracking shots with your DJI Mavic Pro 2 yet?
0: I don't have time for frivolous things like play playing around with my drone, even though I'd really love to. Is
1: that it? You're just going to leave it at that? Okay.
0: Sorry, bud. I'm
1: okay with that. Yeah. So you haven't had a chance to use your drone, even though you've used it for shoots, presumably, since the last time we talked?
0: Okay. I have not used it for any shoots. Um, one of my video shooters at a wedding a few weeks ago who had the drone used it trying to think of how to word this take your time didn't know how to use it yet correctly Mm -hmm. and apparently if you shoot with an android device tethered to it Mm. um there is a way to save the footage directly to the device and bypass the internal memory Uh, you can do that with iphones too oh really okay it's a dji thing it's not a carrier thing or manufacturing
1: phone manufacturer thing
0: well i guess when i flew it for the first time it automatically went to the memory card yeah whereas when he flew it for the first time at a wedding he was shooting for me it went straight to the phone that's weird it went straight to his phone as a 480p file oh, 480p yeah not even 1920
1: by 1080 nope because <laughs> you can get it to go 1920 by 10 oh man wow did yeah. you maybe not so. have a memory card in the drone is that why i did that
0: no it did Wow. It did. Doesn't that... He thinks he thinks it perhaps was because the memory card was full that he put in the drone. Mm, that would make sense. And yeah. the worst part is then when he figured out the problem, he went to reformat the memory card using the DJI app and reformatted his phone's memory card. Like his phone memory. Oh. Because on his Android device, he actually puts in a micro SD card that he stores like all his internal photos on. And I was like, uh, sorry, bud. <laughs> felt pretty bad wow who who did you do this to uh this was my good good friend jason wow dustin what are you drinking tonight Uh, i'm drinking this sweet sweet hydrogen dioxide nope dihydrogen oxide always get that one mixed up how about you
1: Mm, i am drinking some green tea tonight
0: Ooh, getting over a little something something yeah, Dustin, I told you last week
1: when we recorded that I was sick, so it would only make sense... I assumed you weren't still sick. <laughs> ...that I was drinking a green tea. Oh. Dustin, I just cracked open a three Floyd zombie dust. Mm, That's another great Indiana beer for a great Indiana man like me, Steve Van because I'm recovering from this cold.
0: Yeah, you're crazy. I would think with vacation on the horizon, you'd be trying everything you can, like, I don't know, putting a little breast milk in that coffee or tea of yours, and really heal your heal your insides. Well, I'll
1: pray to Jesus and see if I can get some of his breast milk, ma- her breast milk.
0: <laughs> Still referencing Jesus as a female. I, I'm I trying to make my this.
1: joke from last week work. <laughs> it's Nobody has sent me a message to say, "Hey Steve, that was a good good joke you made." Nobody has also sent me a message to say, "Hey Steve, that was a bad bad joke you made."
0: Sorry, Steve can't resurrect that one (laughs) nice well done well played
1: dustin i love it buddy dustin you know what there's more follow-up that we forgot to talk about Uh uh-oh that you also told me about last week after we got done recording doesn't you said something very special happened with your intern something very special happened with my intern Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, what what was the special thing that happened with your
0: intern? I don't know. (laughs) What are we talking?
1: You were driving around with her. You said you didn't want to tell me because you didn't want my head to get too big.
0: Oh, well, it's kind of like the thing with Luke. I didn't want, you know, I can't have two people who listen to the podcast who are in my life, you know, inflate your ego too much, Steve, because it would just
1: yeah. But I need this now because I'm about to bow at the altar of Dustin in a few minutes,
0: so we were trying to remember the scenario Steve a lot of time has passed oh we were working um, on some photos and she started using the terminology good good Mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit and I know when she's editing here uh, she tends to listen to the podcast because I guess just talking to me isn't enough she wants to hear me talk to you or maybe she wants to hear somebody
1: (laughs) constantly berate you and be mean to you
0: (laughs) so as you're berating her yeah, so uh, I said, "Lily, I think perhaps you uh you might be listening to the podcast a little too much." And she's like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "You're using the turn of phrase good good for a lot of different things." And that's something Steve does on the podcast. Which
1: uh, not to get my head too big, but doesn't you said that just like 5 minutes ago on this very podcast?
0: But I do it only on the podcast for you. Mm. And it makes me so
1: happy. So now that we're done making me happy, Dustin, I've got a question for you. This Monday, I'm leaving at like four in the morning to travel to the Dominican. And while I'm there, Jen's sister is getting married and I will be doing photos and some video of the wedding. Okay. Jen is in the wedding, so she will not be helping out. She'll be doing portraits and stuff like that. So I can do video during portrait time but uh, during the actual ceremony, it'll be just me. Dustin, what should I bring with me while I'm traveling?
0: You travel all the time for weddings. Uh, See, so guys, this, this was this huge lead up mm-hmm. where I thought, finally, finally, Steven's going to break down and ask me to go to the Dominican <laughs> with him. This is the moment I've been waiting for for months and months yep, yep. where he just realizes shooting photo and video on an island by himself. Too much. Too much. With his wife. It's just, it's too much for one man. Mm-hmm. Who better for him to take than the bestest man he knows It can fly a drone, knows video, knows photo, has an entire cage of gear. Uh, You Forgot is very good looking. And has Netflix. (laughs) He already knows he can fly with a catalog of television to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. Really just wants to borrow my suitcase packing tips. Yeah, that is exactly what I want. And that is what all the listeners want too. Dustin, give us the goods. Boom. So it's a shame I can't go with you anyway, Stephen, because I'm flying to Boston. I know. You're also traveling next week. That's why this makes sense to talk about. Yeah. The only downside is my wedding got canceled. (gasps) What? Yes, Stephen, since you and I last spoke. Story time. Story
1: time. Story time with Dustin.
0: So we booked a wedding for next year. One of our most anticipated weddings of 2019 in a mountain resort. In New Hampshire. Um, you know, packed with little ski cabin lodges and all that goodness. Are you doing photo and video? Uh currently just photo. You should
1: upsell them on video. I know this guy who'd love to go with you. I think he might have travelled yeah. with you once before for something like this. And
0: never again. And never again. Well he'd be in a separate room so you won't have to hear him snore this time, I assume. Oh, I didn't mind those sweet, sweet little hisses of love. So so what happened, Dustin, New Hampshire? Yeah, so I was supposed to fly out uh, the same week as your trip to the Dominican to do their engagement photos in Boston, where they live, because, you know, you and I always are making sure our vacations line up so that our listeners don't miss us both at the same time.
1: It'd be very hard on the listeners if I was gone and you were also gone, I assume. Yeah. Because
0: so many of the listeners have day-to-day personal experience with one of the two of us. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So anyways, I was, my flights booked, my rental cars booked, everything's good to go for their engagement session here. And then I email her saying, Hey, I just wanted to go over some location ideas I had and kind of go over some timing. And she said, I've been putting off this email for weeks now. I didn't know how to tell you this, but we've decided to cancel the wedding. No. And I'm like, like, What? I should have known it's going to have a sad ending
1: no matter what.
0: So, yeah. So then I was like, well, this is awkward because I've already, you know, booked plane tickets and rental cars. And
1: so you're going anyway,
0: just to to hang out in Boston. So my plan was uh, my good friend, Zach, he's having a baby this week. And so he's also turning 30. And so I was kind of planning their engagement session around all of these life events of his. So that I could, he lives a couple hours away from Boston, so I'm going to go visit him. So I'm like, well, I already got the tickets, I can't get them refunded, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to just go see him, surprise him. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast.
1: Now you do need to watch out because Zach is turning 30 this week, and you once told me that on Zach's 13th birthday, he made a wish that he could be 30. And so I'm just warning you right now, you might be heading into a 13 going
0: on 30 situation. That's right, guys. My friend is Zach Efron. In case you didn't know. Right there with me. I'm glad. We're biffles, yeah. he and I. I
1: think at the end, you have to pee in the same
0: fountain you peed in at the beginning to get back to your old, uh, former self. It's gets weird when he calls me Charlie St. Cloud. <laughs> just a little weird. Throws the baseball and I don't catch it. It's awkward. Yeah.
1: So, Dustin, how are we going to get back to anyway. you giving us your good, good traveling tips?
0: So, I am, I don't, I don't, I feel like I'm definitely not the best person to ask about this, but I do travel, or I use, at least I used to travel quite a bit for photo shoots. So, what I've started doing recently last year is I traveled so light. It's a little trickier for you because you're doing video as well. I feel like video adds like this extra layer. Are you are you taking the gimbal? No. Uh, I'm going to do all handheld stuff and I'm going to bring the Mavic. Then you can go pretty
1: light then. I'm planning on going pretty light. I'm not doing like a full video of the ceremony. It, Jen's sister's already married. Like they, they had to do a wedding here in the States for it to be legal. So they got married last spring because it was the only weekend they had off in between then and the wedding. So... They already got that locked yeah. down. So this is more of like a just hang out, have a good time and celebrate with them sort of thing.
0: Are you going to bring at least a
1: tripod? Yes, I'm going to bring a small tripod, I think. I hope. Or maybe just a yeah. monopod. I haven't decided yet. Pro- no, probably not the monopod. That would that would get torn up on the
0: beach. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely just bring just a tripod. Yeah. I mean, all my monopods, I've, I'm now on my third one and that one's almost completely shot. I've only had that for a month. I need to send that back to B&H. But they all die a slow death as soon as they've gone to Africa with us and have gone in the ocean or in some sort of water situation.
1: Yeah. Uh, The big problem with monopods, if you have like a fluid monopod for doing video and stuff, so you can do like your pans and your tilts and everything looks smooth and good. The ball joint is typically down at the very base, which means if you're out on like a beach in a sandy area, the ball joint mm-hmm. is going to get sand all over it almost immediately, and then it won't work, and it won't be smooth anymore, because there'll be little grains of
0: sand down in your ball joint. It'll be like a little sand down in that ball joint. A little sand in your balls.
1: So you don't want to use monopods on the beach, unless it's uh, the kind that like don't have a ball joint down at the bottom, but instead have one up at the top, or just don't have a ball
0: joint at all. Correct. Correct mondo. So like those cheap Benro ones would probably work. I don't know, man. I just feel like these Sonys have gotten so good with the in-camera stabilization. Mm-hmm. 99% of the time at, at the reception, as soon as the main events are over, I'm all handheld at this point in the game. I'll peg off like a few shots with the 70 to 200 and then I'm all handheld video wise. Okay.
1: So Dustin, there's only going to be 20 people at this ceremony I'm shooting. Okay. Do I even need to bring a 70 to 200? No. I can get away with a 50.
0: I mean, it depends on your shooting style. I think for the way our videos are set up, they we really would always need a 70 to 200 because it makes cutting from a wide shot to a tight shot really cinematic, mm-hmm. but it just really depends on how you foresee the final edit going. I'm not going to be doing a lot of ceremony video stuff. Mostly going to be photos not, during the ceremony. Not even talking about for the ceremony. I'm talking about just for a couple, couple shots. No, the rest of the stuff will be staged, so I'll be able to run forward and backwards and stuff. I got feet. They work. Yeah. It's not about the feet though, man. It's about the compression that the 70 to 200 gives you. No, I understand.
1: And I don't want to bring a 70 to 200 with me. So So just say that.
0: (laughs) I'm trying to get you to tell me I'm making a good decision, Dustin. So when I'm traveling for engagement sessions, I my setup is I take a 24 prime, I take a 50 prime, and I take a... Optimus prime. 85 prom and those are the only three things I take with me. See,
1: I'm will. i going to bring a 35 and a 50 definitely, and I'm debating whether or not to bring an 85.
0: I don't know. I love my 85. I mean, that's my go-to portrait lens. Is Jen not going to shoot at all? She's going to shoot some, like portrait stuff. So. so, yeah. So, she'll probably shoot with a 50, so then bring something else. Yeah. 85 or the 35. I just don't think the 35 is, like, the best... Video, I think lens for <laughs> portraits.
1: Uh, I'm not really gonna do portraits. You don't do portraits when you're doing video. I do. Yeah, I know, and I've seen it, and I've told you to stop doing it. Your videos need motion.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that's they have motion. Mm, do they? What else do I need to pack, Dustin? Chargers? Do I need to,
0: chargers? Nah, probably not. You'd be good. There's only
1: 20 people there. All right, now we're talking. Now, what else can One I get very, away without
0: bringing? No batteries? Uh, I'd probably ditch the lens caps. For realsies? Just sand. Put, just put sand in the lenses before you come. <laughs> it is a beach wedding. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of sand. So
1: don't bring the good 50. Bring, bring the F1.4 and the F1.8 or the, or the F1.8.
0: If you haven't already, I would recommend getting some sort of uh, waterproof housing thing for your Canon. Like if you can borrow somebody's or... Mm, not going to waste my time on that. I always think getting those shots on uh, beach weddings are super cool, kind of '90s esque. But yeah, that's what I was thinking '90s esque. It's still fun. I'll have my iPhone if I want to have fun shots. It's waterproof-ish. Not yeah, not go go underwaterproof. It
1: actually, I've taken it into the ocean several times and it's fine. Oh,
0: I've taken mine into the ocean before, but that doesn't mean that I would do it intentionally. <laughs> I did it intentionally. <laughs> Uh, the, the new iPhone is actually waterproof.
1: The iPhone, uh, th- the iPhone I have, the iPhone 7 was the first one that was waterproof up to like two, or water resistant up to two meters. Yeah. So you could take it straight in the ocean and be fine. As long as you don't go like down very deep. Interesting. Did not know that. Yeah. Now the old ones, not not fine which i found out the hard way i had a waterproof housing for my old iphone 5s and one yeah. day it just broke while i was in the water with it and the iphone 5s went down to the drain gone literally literally it was a uh, it was i was on the hotel wi-fi still because i was like we were at a hotel and i was in the pool with ian playing with him when it happened and uh the video i was shooting at the time actually synced to my Dropbox before the phone died
0: Oh, there you go. But I still got it. You, that's what you like to hear. Yeah. Oh, what else do you need to pack? I mean, really, you're going to take, what, two camera bodies? Mm-hmm. You're going to take a couple lenses. You probably don't need a flash, do you? Anything inside? No. Are you going to do any off-camera stuff? No. Okay. You just you just need your belly for a reflector, so you don't need one of those. Yeah, I'm all good there.
1: Dustin, I got sunburned um, this weekend. While you were out shooting a wedding, I, I was at a farm with my kids, just enjoying the apple cider and the apple cider donuts. Mm. Yeah, it's great. And until I realized that uh, I put sunscreen everywhere except for on my chest, and I was wearing like a, a shirt that was a little lower cut in the front, trying to show show off some cleavage.
0: One of those a one of those a lines, yeah, baby. Yeah, so I got a I got a nice triangular sunburn
1: down the the front of me.
0: If I see that this listeners is a good point as to why you should always shoot weddings on weekends because it is not safe out there for you for us mere mortals. We must photograph weddings or you will get bodily injury.
1: Dustin, how do you deal with Instagrammers during a wedding? Now, I'm not, talking, I'm not talking the people who are at the wedding who just pop up with an iPad or an iPhone. I'm talking like legit. I do Instagram as my hobby and I show up with a DSLR and I wasn't invited to the wedding, but I showed up at the venue anyway and I'm going to try to come in and take pictures
0: during the wedding. Um, not ever had that situation arise. Uh, maybe my weddings aren't Instagram worthy. <laughs> However, the problem we've been dealing with recently, and I and I don't, I use the word problem lightly. It's not really a problem. Uh, it's more just a coming of age situation and uh, a change in the times. Dustin, did you get some hairs down there? No, uh, still still waiting on those. Okay, got it. Is a situation where we're finding that brides are really good about, you know, leaving their cell phones off during the wedding days. Mm -hmm. But then they're realizing all of a sudden the next day, they just had the most beautiful, fun filled family, you know, all this stuff. And they don't have a God darn photo. See, you edited
1: yourself on the word that I would not have edited myself (laughs) on.
0: and That's, that's, I was just trying to throw you off a little there, Steve. Yeah. They don't have any photos to post on their Instagram. And they're like, It's like, I imagine them waking up the day after the wedding, like a crack addict. They're like scrolling through Instagram and they're like, they're seeing all of these photos their friends took. And they're like, "I, I don't have any, I don't have any likes. I don't, I don't have any hearts. What can I do, Steve? And so they text me, Steve, they reach out to me, their drug dealer. And they say, Dustin, I didn't take any pictures yesterday. And I say, well, that's because you hired me. And they're like, I know you're probably recovering from the wedding. You could just send me a couple so that I could post some on Instagram. I I kid you not, Steve. I've had three brides now ask me so that they just for like one or two that they could post on Instagram the next day announcing they got married. I think is how most of them word it. But it's like as if. You know, Didn't you just get people... married? Can't
1: you just take a second to be with your
0: spouse? I, exactly, exactly. I'm just like, oh my gracious!
1: No, no, no. Hold up, we just got married. I gotta, I gotta jump on the computer real quick and let my internet friends know.
0: <laughs> I gotta jump on Call of Duty and let everyone know who knows my handle. That's Droll Steven. You can find me <laughs> in Call of Duty. Uh, you can also find
1: me on Untapped. I'm everywhere. Well, everywhere. I'm sorry, uh, Doctor Old Steven.
0: Anyways, so how do you handle it, Stephen?
1: Dustin, what I'm specifically talking about is we have shot several weddings over (coughs) there. Oh, Steve,
0: please cut that out. Sorry. Switching back to the green tea. Nope. Got something black in his hand. Big black tubular thing going into his mouth. Not sure what it is. It's called a Dildo. Okay. (laughs) I understand why you're choking on it now. Dustin,
1: I'm sorry about that. It's okay. Dustin, what I'm specifically talking about that we've had happen to us several times over the last year people show up, not wedding guests, to a wedding venue on the day of a wedding and ask if they can come in just to
0: take a few photos. No, I've never had that happen. But you're in a much bigger city than I am.
1: So just two weeks ago when we were shooting our last wedding, three uh, super hipster looking dudes came in with DSLRs and started trying to convince the venue coordinator to let them take some photos because they knew there was a wedding going on and like the the place where the weddings go on there, or where they take place, it's like a co-working space during the day so there's all desks set up. But when there's a wedding, they clear all the desks out and then bring chairs in. And then, like, it's what a much... place
0: is this? It sounds awesome.
1: It's a Needhammer. hammer. Oh. So it's a much nicer looking space on an actual wedding day. So they wanted to get in there and do some photos while it was a much nicer looking space. And so, like, they planned to be there at that time to ask, during the middle of a, of a wedding, can you believe the audacity of that? I'm sorry. I know you guys are running a wedding today, but can I just jump in to do some photos real quick?
0: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, people are crazy now, man. Whatever it takes to get those likes, Steve. Another
1: wedding we were shooting uh, down at the Inn at Irwin Gardens, there was an Instagram event going on uh, around the like corner, like a meetup or something. And during the middle of the ceremony, people from this event tried to walk into the gardens and somebody had to tell them, you are not allowed in here. There's clearly a wedding going on right now. Get out. Yeah. People, the, those I mean, are just like the two most recent examples, but it's happened quite a few times where it's just like people don't understand that there's a wedding going on. and They're like, oh, I can go take pictures because I guess I'm allowed. Like, I, I, I don't understand the privilege, like the, the sense of it, like it's owed to them that they should be like the people were like, arguing with the lady at the Needhammer, saying
0: that they should be allowed in to take photos. It was like, get out of here. People are working. They have jobs to do. Steve, I think if someone has over 2,000 followers on Instagram, it practically makes them not only an expert, but sort of next level status as far as rules go. They no longer have to follow them. Okay. I know, I know your gigantic following on Instagram has made you a little jaded, Mm -hmm. where you feel like all rules fall away from Stephen Van Elk. Mm. But everyone, all us mere mortals, we still have to follow those rules.
1: Oh. Oh, so you're saying I'm actually supposed to get hired by the bride and groom before I go to shoot the wedding? I'm not just supposed to show up at weddings I think are cool? Stephen, you could just show up to weddings because you are that cool. Oh, man, I don't. I don't understand that sort of feeling. Doesn't Have you ever tried to like bully your way into a place to get photos before? Probably.
0: Did it work for you? I mean, I don't remember a specific example. That means it never worked. <laughs> <laughs> but there are several instances where I will play the, oh, I, I'm, I'm the photographer card. Yeah. And, and uh, I just walk right in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of events, typically. That's how Dustin
1: got thrown out of the White House last year.
0: Can't help it. I didn't realize they changed the press pass color every other week. People got to fill me in on these things.
1: Dustin, do you try to coax couples to do night shots when they don't want to do night shots?
0: Yes and no. Uh, It's something you kind of feel out from the couple. Uh, It's something we typically won't do if we do sunset photos. Mm -hmm. Um, So this past weekend, uh, we missed the sunset and i tried to do some night photos and uh i don't think i got really anything great out of it i'm sure i can polish a turd out of one of them so to speak but uh it was just i don't know it was, just, it was really mosquito the couple was really agitated uh trying to do a long exposure when it's really mosquito is not a fun thing so i don't know how about you We
1: try to encourage our couples to unite shots if we feel like we don't have enough shots from the rest of the day. Like We try to schedule it in with every single couple, no matter what, because we like doing it. Mm -hmm. But the only time we find ourselves really pushing hard for it, like if the couple doesn't want to do it, is if we don't feel like we have enough shots. And the way we try to coax them into doing it usually is to say, we feel like we don't have the amount of photos that would make us feel happy for your wedding day. If you guys are happy with the amount of photos we took, we don't need to do these, but we feel like we need to do it. And so we, we let them know it's like, it's their decision whether or not they want to do it, but it is something we want them to do.
0: I guess I'm always of the mindset. I never feel like I have enough photos Yes, of just the bride and groom. Mm-hmm. And so any opportunity I have to do more, I would. I feel like I never have enough candids. I
1: never, I rarely feel like I don't have enough portraits. It's candid, so I always feel like I'm missing out on.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel, I don't feel like I performed my best this past weekend, uh, simply because, uh, we had all this time built in for portraits and the bride kind of threw me for a loop when she was like, by the way, I don't want to do anything outside. Oh, oh, I hate when that happens. Until after the ceremony, because I don't want my dress to get dirty. Oh
1: gosh, yeah.
0: And it and it just like put me. It put me like in this funk, where I was so like so thrown because she just walked from her car to the inside, uh, or like walked from uh, the portico area to do the first look, and just after the first look, she just had this beautiful moment with her husband, soon to be husband, and she looked down at her dress. There was a little black like mark. From where she, you know, walked across these bricks Mm -hmm. and she was like, nope, I'm done. I'm going inside. You know where that black mark came from, right? That was her soul leaving her body.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it was was punishment, much like a scarlet letter. Uh, And it came from God and it was punishing her for seeing her spouse before the actual ceremony took place.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah no but it was uh it just threw me for a loop because we had all these i had all these beautiful locations picked out in my mind that i had spent time scouting and and looking at and framing in my mind's eye and then she's like oh by the way i just i don't want to do anything anything outside before the ceremony nice and i was like oh what (laughs) oh what'd you do
1: How'd how'd you overcome that situation
0: so I just said, Well, why don't you go inside with Corinne? She's gonna get your dress all cleaned up while I do the guys out here and then we'll we'll regroup afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so I went, I did all the guy guy photos with him and the groomsmen and all that good stuff. And then just and had I him came, drop trowel and took some photos. You betcha. Kind of your style, right? That's what we do. Yeah. It's a good look. Uh and then came back in and I kind of regrouped with her and I said, No, I just want to confirm that, you know, we didn't really allow a whole lot of time after the ceremony to do any bridal party stuff. So I just want to make sure that you're okay, not doing anything outside. And she said, well, I kind of, once I put it into perspective for her, she's like, well, we can do one outside, but once I'm like, my dress is down and set, you know, I can't, I don't want to move. At least then I was able to do like one location outside before the Recep- or before the ceremony but it yeah. was still like easily one of the most beautiful one of my favorite venues here in town and i don't get to shoot there very often and i was just really really thrown by the whole situation mm-hmm. but we still got a lot of great stuff we ended up the ceremony ended up being a lot shorter than we thought and we were able to get a lot more afterwards the lighting was better anyways and it, it all worked out really well It was just humid as.
1: Language, Dustin. Language. This is a safe space and a safe show for everybody. So you didn't use the uh, patented, mm, we'll call it the the patented Steve Van Elk trick to get the bride outside?
0: Uh, What's that? Please tell me, Steve. You just grab her wedding cake and you run outside with it. Ironically enough, the uh, cake company brought the wrong cake to the wedding. As we were shooting the groom prep inside, uh... So where he was like reading his letter or whatever.
1: Oh, please tell me that the you guys were like okay. shooting inside and the cake just flew up against the window and somebody started cursing.
0: No, we were shooting the groom, to reading his letter from the bride. And then awkwardly comes in the cake delivery guy, um, who's like the cake baker is like her husband. Mm-hmm. And so he's like awkwardly like tiptoeing his way through to like not make any sounds or interrupt what's so happening. I just want
1: to point out, you said the cake baker guy. He's moving around. And then you said the cake baker
0: is her husband. It's the cake baker's husband. He does all the deliveries for their company.
1: Okay. But just wanted to clear that up. Yes. Because you referred to the same person as both a he and a her.
0: Sorry. The baker is in a fantastic, it's our favorite cake company here in Fort Wayne. But her husband does all the deliveries so that she can have the day off. Mm, nice, nice. But anyways, so he's delivering the cake. Gets the cake down. We're doing the letters. And then awkwardly, he comes walking back in about five minutes later saying, I think I put the wrong cake in here. <laughs> so did like, he have
1: several other cakes he had to go and deliver still?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They do. like uh, I think uh, they cap it at about eight weddings a Saturday. Wow. And so he, he, they have like one of those big boxy vans, like sprinter vans. Yeah. It's like refrigerated or whatever. And uh, he just delivers cakes all Saturday long. It's crazy. Mm. Sounds like a good job though. Yeah. If you want to see delicious things that you can't eat. Do you think at the end of every single day, he rewards himself? Like oh. m-
1: maybe he cuts out uh, just a little piece of the cake from the inside of each one of the cakes. <laughs> they won't notice if one cupcake goes missing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he just, he hoards back uh, just like a bunch of micro, micro slices of these cakes. Micro slices. Yeah. yeah. So, so tiny, they're not even discernible by the eye. and uh, then maybe one or two cupcakes
0: and just gorges himself at the end of the day. So what you described was the gluttonous version of office space. As to the hack they made on the bank. <laughs> yeah. It's going to take a few cents, round it off every dollar. Won't even notice. <laughs> Absolutely. till til you end up with a whole cake. Gotcha. I'm glad you got that reference, Steve. Well, it's a very old movie. I'm surprised you knew what it was. <laughs> like one of my favorite movies. Very surprising. It's going to take you down to TGI Fridays. Dustin. Let's do some Q&A. <laughs> What's Steve?
1: From Cassie Mae Munier. Oh, man. I really should have checked in with her after the last question we read of hers to make sure I had her name pronounced right, and I didn't. It's French. And she's from our very own Facebook group. I have a wedding that wants to use my images for advertising on both print and web. They have offered to pay for unwatermarked images or I can give them watermarked images to use. I'm leaning towards the paid options, since I don't trust venues to use images properly anyway. How much should I charge, or should
0: I just give watermarked? Uh, So that's a great question, Cassie. Um, I've actually had another photographer reach out to me with the exact same question recently. Or were you responding to this question in our Facebook group? (laughs) Did I respond? I don't even know. <laughs> this is a question I get all the time, so I, I can't keep up with who I give the answer to. Um, and this is the answer I would give. You want to get paid. At the end of the day, green dollar bills. Oh, everybody wants to get paid. You want them green dollar bills. So here are the options. You have to decide some sort of a price point that's like your happy place. Like at your like, bare minimum. Like this is... You know would be a good place for me to get some money
1: uh i I got it i got it um that that price point
0: you ready for this oh i'm ready steve uh you just
1: have to pretend my chair spins around and then i do this
0: one million dollars huh huh is that good yeah that was a terrible impression (laughs) terrible yeah okay let's see yours come on no i have no austin powers impression (laughs) so let's say cassie one million (laughs) dollars Let's say, Cassie, uh, $100 come on, is... So- come on, Dustin. No, Dustin, jump on this sinking ship with me. No, I prefer to sit here on the beach and watch you go down.
1: <laughs> Straight
0: to hell. Let's say $100 is sort of your, you know, you'd be happy to walk away with 100 bucks. So what I tell people is offer them two options. A option where you send them watermarked images for 100 bucks or a option where you send them unwatermarked pictures for like 1500 bucks or whatever. Like, and then you can like put in some, you know, I'm going to license these to you for up to one year. You can use these royalty free for that year for advertising, print, web, social, whatever, Um, really sell up the, you know, the more expensive option, but then you still have that sort of web of lies and deceit watermarked option. So at least you're, you're, coming across as if you're helping them out because you're willing to give them images, but then at the same time, you're still getting a little cheddar. So if you find out, Oh, well they had a huge budget and they really liked my pictures. Then, uh, they're now, gonna how pay much you.
1: would you ask for a dozen if they have a huge budget?
0: How much? I'd say somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand no, to 50. Gotta hold your pinky. Up. One million dollars. Yes. There we go. It's even worse than yours. There we go. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, now we're both on this ship
1: that's sinking.
0: No, no. What would you, Steve? What What was your advice to dear old Cassie?
1: Get that money. Get hmm. that money, Cassie. I don't care what you have to do to get that money. You get that money. Get that's it. gonna sound real terrible. if Somebody, just, <laughs> I don't care what you have to do to get that money. Get that money.
0: That's me, Steve. Yeah. Someday you're gonna run for office, and that <laughs> that little soundbite's gonna come back to haunt you. There's no office that would have me. Uh. No, I agree with Dustin.
1: Uh, find a price point that works for you. Sounds like what is this? A wedding venue? Yep. Use my images for advertising on print and web. Yeah, yeah. I would say sell it to them for whatever, whatever the lowest possible price is that makes you happy, and then don't listen to what Dustin said. Tell them you would love to come back to do a paid shoot for them. <laughs> Just say, look, these pictures are great, but we're really rushed on the day. There's a lot of uh, things going on. How about instead of you paying me the $100, $200, whatever Dustin said, you pay me $1,000, I come back and we do the most beautiful photos you've ever had taken in your entire life. Right? Then, and this is where it gets really good, Dustin. Then you ask a florist and a bunch of other people to come in. And they all come in for a styled shoot that you're not putting on, that the venue's paying for. Now you take this styled shoot back to your magazine. And you say, say. if you want this styled (laughs) shoot to get published in my magazine, we got to get everybody else who's a part of the shoot to pay to advertise in the magazine.
0: Yeah. Oh, ipso facto episode earlier. (laughs) That's how it works, right, Dustin? Cassie, you... That's
1: very good advice. That's how you're going to make all the money. All That's the money. how
0: you're going to start a magazine,
1: Cassie. Cassie, in fact, this is what I would say to you. Start just contacting every wedding venue that you work with and just let them know you would love to put pictures of their venue up on your Instagram with, uh, what, what was the barrier to entry there, 2,000? With your 2,000 followers or more,
0: mm-hmm. if they would just be willing to pay you. $50 per collaboration. And then tell them that fee is to pay for more followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you're going to bring them all that business and all those followers.
0: Mm-hmm. It's gold. It's really, truly what we call the Stephen Van El gold nugget of the show.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Dustin from Jared Sorrels in our Facebook group. Facebook group is popping off and so many questions. Does anyone have advice on licensing your images? I've had a company reach out about using three, maybe more of my images for their website. Hey, this ties in with the last question, Dustin. I was going to send them pricing for licensing them for one, three and five years, but I'm not sure how to price them. What questions should I be asking them and myself? I got one question you should be asking yourself, Jared. Are you a <laughs> whore or are you an artist? Jared, I wouldn't ask myself that. but I'm waiting yeah. for Jared to respond. That's how this works, right? Nope. Jared, I'm a whore, so I'd sell those real fast. How about you, Destin? One, three, five years? What are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd sell anything I have, especially from a licensing standpoint because mm-hmm. it costs me nothing maybe a little bit of my dignity when i see you know a city skyline photo i took for like a you know medical malpractice website or something (laughs) medical malpractice oh but anyways
1: i just love the idea of a city skyline and then (laughs) right underneath it (laughs) did your colonoscopy go very wrong
0: contact me So, Jared, uh, what I've tried to do, and I don't know what we're referencing here as far as who we're trying to license what to, um, but I typically will do only one-year licenses, and then it gives you the opportunity to come back after that one year and you know, get them to renew or give them the opportunity to hire you to do a new shoot or license new updated images. Uh, kind of keeps that relationship going. Um, I find that most people don't have the, f- you know, foresight to think of doing anything longer than a year. Um, and then it also kind of gives them the idea when you suggest it, like, oh yeah, most people don't want images on their website for you know, longer than a year because they want to update their website. They're like, oh yeah, that, that's a really good idea, Jared. Actually, would you like to be our marketing director? Boom, Jared, new job, paid position. You're welcome.
1: And now you're just doing weddings on the side.
0: Is the dream, Jared. Tis the dream. Or they pull a really shitty move on you, Jared. They hire you, ask you to use your images, use your images, then they fire your ass. Oh, your ass is grass, Jared. Neaky company. Poor Jared. Didn't do anything to deserve this. <laughs> what would you do, Steve? I want to hear, hear what the great, great Stephen Van Elk, king of licensing, copyright god, Dustin, you I, I told you this episode was all about bowing at the altar of Dustin.
1: That's what these questions are
0: for. I mean, your wife just, just dealt with a it. copyright issue. What, what did she come up with? How did that get handled? I don't know what you're talking about. Is this real life? Yeah, she called me a few weeks ago asking about copyright stuff. Mm, doesn't sound like a thing. Something about a Christmas picture? Doesn't sound like a thing. Mm, it, it was. Mm. So why don't you ask her and then we'll follow up next episode. I wonder who told her to call you. Who do you think told her to call you? I hate it when you do that. You you say that, and then you act like it wasn't a thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If Jen called you about a licensing
0: issue, who do you think told her to call you? The podcast. The podcast told her. She listens. She's such an avid listener.
1: Yeah. See, this is why Steve's not giving advice on this, because he told his wife when she asked for advice to call you. <laughs> I told you, bowing at the altar of Dustin today.
0: And oh, what a low altar it is. <laughs>
1: Uh, what questions should you be asking yourself is how much money do you want to make off of this Um, do you think you could upsell them on something else in a year or two like Dustin was saying earlier say you only license it for a year and after that let's change the website up and let's you know do new photos and stuff or do you say hey let's do a five-year thing and let's push it real high up on the uh, monetary value and see this is what I would do I'd say look you can license it for one year for X amount of dollars you license it for, is it for three years for, you know, three X, four, two X maybe. And then license it for five years for three X. And then after the first year, call everyone, you know, and tell them to write in and say that the photos look really old and outdated and they need to update them. And then you just happen to call in a day after all these people called their business to tell them the photos look so outdated. And you're like, Hey, I would love to work with you again. Maybe get some more photos done. So now you've got them to pay for the five-year package of licensing. But a year later, you're coming back in to get more business from them already. And they're keen to get it because
0: of your awesome marketing campaign. Your stab-them-in-the-back campaign. Uh, Jared, one thing you could do if these are non-wedding-related images, if these are something else entirely... um, what I've done as sort of a tactic in the past is when I'm offering various licensing options to the client is I'll offer them an, an option where I won't license it to anyone else, kind of an exclusivity license. And a lot of people get kind of jazzed about that. Cause I, I do a lot of uh, shots around our city and various like people will license my stuff for websites and whatnot. And That's something they're like, ooh, no one else can use that for their banner or their website or whatever. And I charge a premium for that. And a lot of people will jump at that opportunity. So that might be something to think about as well. Um, Because you can normally jack the price up, you know, triple for, you know, the opportunity to say like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to license that photo to anyone else.
1: And then what happens one year later? You contact all of your friends, tell them to call in, and say how shit the photos are, and then you well, don't say the photos are shit. Just say they're outdated. Like, uh, so there's something new on the skyline. You should yep. really update your photos. Wink. So now, Jared, this goes back and it begs the question: For the skyline photo you did, you've actually had to work with somebody in the city to get a whole new thing built. In the year <laughs> in between when this was done.
0: There you go. But this scam is worth it, yeah. So now you're on the city planning. To, now, you're, yeah.
1: now you're making that cheddar from the city planning council as well. <laughs> Who are you going to give permits to to build new stuff? This is all on
0: you, Jared. <laughs> oh, Jared. Jared, you're deep now. So much power. You have so much power now, Jared. <laughs> all right, Dustin. We a. could be blowing l- buildings up too, Steve. <laughs> <It> could be. <laughs> We never thought about it that way.
1: Nobody wants a picture of a blown up building in the middle of the skyline.
0: I, I'm saying he's taking buildings away from the skyline. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jared, you
1: have to be stopped. <laughs>
0: Dustin. Steven. Thanks for listening
1: to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast with Dustin and Steve. If you want to help us out, jump on iTunes and leave us a five star review. If you want to connect, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Wedding Photo Hangover or on Twitter at Wedpick Hangover. Dustin is on Instagram at Dustin underscore Mick And Steven is at Stephen Van Elk. If you want to get involved with the awesome community of listeners, join the Wedding Hangover facebook group and if you want to support dustin and i and all of our creative pursuits as we make this podcast jump onto anchor.fm slash wedding photo hangover and uh, you can support us for just 99 cents a month or if you want to support us for 9.99 a month we'll have you as a guest on the podcast whoa yeah what the hell you know what, guys? Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right. Next Sunday after you shoot, another wedding. Dun, dun, dun. That nine ninety nine dollars 99 thing, it, that only goes for the first person who does it. We got, we got to get somebody at that level,
0: right? Uh, I've got five people who are interested right here on the phone as we speak.
1: <laughs> Call now, or you won't get it. <laughs>
0: I've <laughs> got the live phone in line for only the high level Patreon. Mm, th- not tapes. Patreon. This is all through Anchor. Oh, Wait, this, oh, what we're talking about now is through Anchor, but I've got the, the oh, Patreon okay. thing going on. you set, set
1: up a Patreon for us and we're going to have to start creating bonus content?
0: <laughs> no, because the the, you have to donate in order to even find out about the Patreon. Oh,
1: nice, nice, nice.
0: Yeah. They can live see the podcast as it's being recorded. Very cool. I know. <laughs> Only the coolest.
1: Dustin, what have you been up to? Have you been watching anything cool?
0: Um, I got back in on uh, one of my f- Netflix shows, Atypical. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen or heard of that. but mm, I'm more into things that are typical. Yeah, this is about a family that has a son with autism kind of uh gives me a glimpse into the struggles and uh, hardships of that and uh then also gives me a little insight into someone with autism so it kind of makes me uh see the world in a more well-rounded way That's awesome Dustin. I'm glad. Yeah, just trying just trying to be more worldly, Stephen. How about you, Steve? What are you up to Dustin, these days? I'm so glad that you asked. I have started
1: watching BoJack Horseman Season 5. I made it only through the first two episodes so far, and Episode 2 completely and utterly destroyed me. Just wrecked me. Straight from top to bottom. Uh, BoJack Horseman mm. is one of the greatest cartoons that has ever been made. I would put it right up there with Rick and Morty if you're listening out there. Uh, you know, as long as you... Like really depressing comedies. That, that's what mm. Bojack
0: Horseman really is. Yeah, no time for that. However, speaking of comedy, I do have tickets to see the great Jim Gaff again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, I am so excited for that.
1: Dustin, what are you doing November 3rd?
0: November 3rd. You shooting a wedding? If it's a Saturday, I am. Is it a Saturday? Yeah, it is. Yep,
1: shooting a wedding. Oh, man. I got to find somebody to go with me to see the flop house live in Richmond, Indiana. Only $10 Why a ticket. Would
0: yeah. No, I uh, have a wedding. you in good old Fort Wayne. The following weekend, I'm in good old Cincinnati. Very nice. Sorry, bud. Should have told me before I booked this wedding a year and a half ago.
1: <laughs> I would have if I had known that this thing existed before today. <laughs> I'm <just> going <laughs> to try to talk Jen into going with me. I don't know if she'll want to, but I'm going to try.
0: Okay. There's, there's always next year. Mm-hmm. If any listeners would uh, like to participate in a live taping event of the Wedding Photo Hangover <laughs> podcast, <laughs> waited till Steve was drinking to say that, uh, please donate to our Anchor account. And, uh, <laughs> For just 9 dollars we'll come to your
1: city. The live tape recording. With, with you in his <laughs> friends.
0: just you in your living room
1: it's gonna be real awkward Dustin records shirtless I record pantless
0: and we both record to tape instead of uh, any fancy new audio we thing like to get the cracks and the pops and then Steve edits them all out alright Dustin um, I right, yep. take off have a yep. great night Bye. have a good one Steve
1: there we go i love it i love it i love it oh now we're both on this shift that's sinking wedding photo hangover was edited this week by steve van elk of bespoke tone go to bespoke tone for all of your photo video and audio editing needs Woo-wee.